Pickaxe. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Video Game Movie Podcast with myself, Rory Jocelyn from Cyberpunk Studios and I'm joined today as per usual by my good friend Jamie Evans from Impala Films. Say hello Jamie. Well excuse me princess. Yes and by the title of the uh, the podcast that you clicked on plus that quote you know exactly where we're going. 1989's Legend of Zelda by Dick. As it what did, uh, did you ever watch the with Deke the, shows with, with, with the little baby voice? It goes the little baby Dick. Dick. Dick, which always made me laugh when I was six. <laughs> Dick. Anyway, I don't know why I'm doing that. Like, I've gone back to being six years old and laughing at Dick. Anyway, so Legend of Zelda. Then Jamie, uh, this was your first time watching, wasn't it? It was indeed. Uh, I should also point out I've never actually played any of the Legend of Zelda games. Okay, so uh, referential accuracy to the t- titles won't really mean much to you at all? No. No? Okay, that's not a problem. I've played quite a lot of the Zelda games, but most of my knowledge of Legend of Zelda comes from Ocarina of Time onward. Uh, however, however, I have played the originals, well, a lot of the originals, retrospectively. So this show mostly is based on the first two, isn't it? This show is actually based on the first one. With elements of the second. Might be a couple of elements. According to Wikipedia. Ah, okay. I could only find a lot of elements from the first, but again, I'm not as au fait with the series as a lot of other people are, so there is probably stuff I've missed. So we watched four episodes of this. We watched the first episode, and while we were watching the second, we were going to just skip ahead and watch the final episode, but then Jamie looked up some reviews of the series from Wikipedia, and Cinemassacre, which is a, a massive brand on YouTube, including Angry Video Game Nerd is probably their most famous brand, they suggested that episodes three and four were both the best and the worst of the series. Mm -hmm. So we thought, rather than skip ahead to a finale, we would instead watch the best and the worst, as Cinematica suggested, and decide whether or not the series was worth it from there. Mm. So before we start on episode one... Uh, discussing storyline and things like that. <clears throat> Jamie, do you think we can enter, excuse me, princess, into our canon of terrible quotes? Hey, excuse me, princess. 100%. I think it has to be. It is, it is so overused. And half the time it doesn't even make sense in the context it's said. No. Of all the catchphrases you could give a character... Why would excuse me, princess? Be a catchphrase. So on on the catchphrase, <laughs> it said twenty nine times throughout the thirteen episodes. Each episode is about fifteen minutes long. Yep. So they're not long episodes. They shoehorned the hell out of it to the point where I think I'm not sure if that twenty nine times includes the intro. I think it does. It must you. But you've yeah. So you've got it at least once in the intro. Once per episode, and then there's three extras. Yeah. So it's over twice per episode that it's heard across the series. It's also apparently an imitation of a quote from Steve Martin. Oh. Who, yeah, who in the late 80s would have already been uh, a film, yeah, a film celebrity. I know 10 years prior to that he might have been known on SNL, but mm. obviously he got quite big during the 80s. Yes, yeah, so, and apparently his version of that was, well, excuse me, though I don't know what film or series that's quoting him from. Okay. That's all IMDb gave, was that apparently it's a quote from there. Before we dive into this, there's a couple of other bits I want to go into because they probably will come up during our uh, discussion. There's only two Triforce pieces. There's the Triforce of Strength, which... Uh, no, sorry, Triforce of Power, which Ganon has. And there's the Triforce of Wisdom, which Zelda has. And Link is guarding. There's no Triforce of Courage. Now, I always... was like, And you asked as well. The, the irony being that it's called the Triforce. You expect there's three. And we know that Link has the Triforce of Courage from the following games. Uh, including from, apparently, Zelda 2 onwards. However, it's never brought up in this series, at least not the four episodes we watched. I I looked on Wikipedia, it's never brought up in the whole series. So it's never referenced. However, apparently in the original game, the very first game, there was only two Triforce pieces anyway. Mm. And Triforce of Courage was added in Zelda 2, Link's Adventure. Link's Awakening. 
No, Link's Awakening was a Game Boy game. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's where you have to wake up the windfish. Windfish. Yes, I'm not making that up. You have to wake fish up the windfish. Of uh, the wind. Yes. What kind of fish are we talking? Like a trout? It's it's on top of a mountain. Mackerel. Sounds like mackerel. Yeah. I just used to believe they're mackerel. It's not in water. Yeah, it's sleeping windfish. on top of a mountain. Yeah, windfish. And it's a windfish. It's a fish of wind. That's asleep. <laughs> Makes sense. Well, that Fucking that whole g- n- spoiler alert for Link's Awakening. Right. It's all a dream. Oh. <laughs> I hate this. Link's Awakening. It's one of people. It's a lot. Well, of pe- to be fair, I suppose it makes sense. Link's Awakening. Yeah, a lot of people love Link's Awakening because they played it at the time. I only played it retrospectively. Some of the mechanics didn't suit me, but I'll be honest, I'm not a big fan of the playstyle of the old 2D Zeldas anyway. Mm. I don't know why it never really worked for me. And that's a personal thing. That's not that the games are terrible. It's that I, they just don't work. They don't but, grab you. No, no, yeah, yeah. They, they don't grab me. They're, it's not that they're bad. It's that they just don't grab me. Fair enough. However, <laughs> I... Talking of grabbing. But I've always hated the idea of, you know, playing through a lengthy game and then it's all a dream and it wasn't real. Well, it's, it's the same annoyance when you sit and watch a two-hour film. Yeah. And then at the end, the character wakes up and goes, Oh, what a horrible dream. And you're like, Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. That, that, that may have worked once ever in history because it was a unique idea. Yeah. Now it is the worst thing you could ever do. Now, it's... thankfully, Legend of Zelda as a series doesn't do that. I don't believe. So, shall we get started on... i kill the fly. Uh, shall we... <laughs> We'll cut that <laughs> Yeah, you can't. Peter will be knocking on door. Plus, you missed it anyway. Yeah, I'm rubbish. So, let's. Shall we get started on episode one? Yeah, let's talk about dive. the actual show. Yeah. Shall, shall we first off address the most egregious change of this show? Yep. Which is Link's hair colour. Yeah, brown hair. I thought Link was meant to be blonde. I think that has changed, though. I think there is a couple of iterations of him with brown hair. Is there? Yeah, there's like it, a bit like when we watched the Super Mario Brothers movie with Boozer, with Bowser. Yeah, and he had like the yellow, almost cornrow style hair. Mm. And then I told, showed you the uh, artwork for the original, and he kind of had that hair in that yeah. before they. It's obviously they before they finalised his design. Um, I think there may have been a similar issue with Legend of Zelda. Fair enough. Um, There'll be Nintendo fans out there that will know that a lot more than I. You and I, we were Sega fans growing up, so that was more of our jam. However, I have to say, episode one, I call it pilot, but it's not really a pilot, it's just the first episode. No, it did have a a name. It had a name, yeah. I suddenly can't remember the name. It's not important. Link wakes up moaning and doesn't stop the whole... Well, I want to say the whole episode, but pretty much the whole series. The exposition in the first scene is unbearable. Yeah. Like, I know this is aimed at children, (laughs) but I've honestly seen children shows that are not this bad. Another beautiful day in the magical kingdom of Hyrule. Boring place. I used to roam the world, fighting monsters and sleeping in mud. A hero's life. Now look at me. Living in a castle, sleeping in a bed. Aren't I sweet? Yeah, I used to be a great warrior, but then I took an arrow to the knee. No, sorry, that's a Skyrim <laughs> reference. No, but he literally just sits there going, I am so bored that I... Ha- oh, also, yeah. quick note, Link's American. Oh, yeah, and he's like a very, like, mm. dude bro American and as well. He, and he's like, I am so annoyed that I have to sit and guard this Triforce. I've got a quote here. I- why am I even here? Why am I even here, bro? <laughs> like, He didn't why, say bro. bro? It would sound better if he did. So, sh- shall we address that? Because, as I understand it, in the games, Link actually is very low on character. He's uh, got he no voice. speak and yeah. things like that. Every now and the, then, I think there might be the odd time where it will mm. do like a ellipsis dot 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 yeah. as his response, but that's super rare in itself. The personality they've chosen to give him. You know what? We can honestly say this show was ahead of its time. Because, it's certainly in one way, definitely. Oh, yes, because... I would, but not progressive. No, no, no. Link... When was this made? 1989? 1989. Link is the king of the incels. Mate, how do we keep finding incel thing? Like, Postal was an incel movie. This is now definitely an incel series. Oh, 100%. All, he literally spends 
the whole run of the show that we've seen moaning that Zelda won't kiss him and, and, and try, try to force, to force her. her. Yeah, yeah. In the very first episode, he mm. literally ties. Well, let's, the t- let, let's get to that later because okay. there's a build-up towards Rapey Link. So <laughs> should we offer? Should we just quickly say trigger warning here because this does feature Rapey Link? Yes. Now, there, obviously, there's no sexual content, but the. The forcefulness with which he will continue to request the kisses, the non-stop, the not taking the hint, and the borderline, almost not quite kidnapping, but not too far off it. And and just he will do. Just to be clear, because I know there's probably a portion of our audience furiously pounding away on their keyboard in the comment section now, pounding it, going, "Oh, these guys, you know, they're so woke, and they're going and complaining about a kid." We know it's a kids' show, okay? Partially, we're exaggerating for comedic effect. It is a comedy show. Um, we know, of course, that back then in 1989, these attitudes were people wouldn't have watched this show and jumped to the conclusions we're jumping to. But half the fun of this show is looking back with a modern perspective, and it is like it, it seems doesn't un- hold up in that. No, regard. but I, I honestly can't imagine this holding up. Even back, if I'd have seen this when I was a kid in the early nineties, mm. even then I'd have been a bit like, "Dude, she doesn't want to kiss you." So, go so away. I actually did watch this because oh. I'm older than you. I, I actually did watch this in the early nineties. Ah, yes, when Grandpa. it was when yes, back in my day when we had not put VHS tips. Was that a convincing enough, old man accent? <laughs> well, you're old enough to remember laser discs. So, uh, but yeah, laser discs are older than me. Really? They, yeah, nineteen seventy-eight. Why were we still using VHS tapes in the 90s if we had discs? Because laser discs were more expensive. The fact is there is a laser disc machine, and we will get to that series eventually because it has a few cartoons and stuff that crop up, but Dragon's Lair in 1983 is an arcade machine which is essentially an FMV movie game. Mm-hmm. Or essentially, for anyone who's too young to remember FMV games, think of it like quick time events as a game, but rather than it being any in-game graphics... It was a movie that, we, in order to continue, you'd have to press buttons at the right time. Yeah. And Dragon's Lair was ran on a laser disc to play the video, and oh, then yeah. to jump you to like death animations if you failed and stuff like that. L- kind of like a modern DVD yeah. does, because it would have chapter markers. And that was in 1983. Wow! Laser disc was out for a very long time, surprisingly enough, despite never actually taking on a position of being the most. It never really took off. Yeah, it never really took off as the most used format, but it certainly had its uses in ways that VHS tapes and things like that could not. Anyway, Legend of Zelda, what are we talking about? Uh, uh, Our rapey ears. (laughs) Yes, so Link wakes up moaning, why am I even here? His American accent doesn't fit him. And then he goes to his window, looks out the window, and below him on a balcony is Zelda in her nightgown. Oh, I forgot about this bit. Yeah. He, proper, he catcalls her. Catcalls her. He's just like, hey, baby. Not quite that, but pretty he, much just, no, hey, baby. He literally, he literally, bear in mind, she's wearing like a low-cut dress. Yeah. It's uh, not a dress, but it's yeah. a night dress. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There's no, like, they haven't animated boobs on her or anything. But he literally, he literally has the line, she says something about not being ready or something, and he goes, looks pretty good from up here, bro. That's it. Yeah, he does, yeah. Yeah, and she goes, oh, Looking good, princess. Especially from this angle. She covers herself up, and then she gets angry with him and storms off. And he, I uh, quote this. He gets, Oops. Yes, I offended her royal prissiness. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, no, dude, you are catcalling like a dickhead. <laughs> but it's a compliment, <laughs> dude. Yeah. yeah, I was only saying she looks great. It's... I'm only saying I want to bang her, man. <laughs> So that's the highest honor a girl can have is knowing that a hero like Link wants to bang her. Yeah, I know this voice is going all over the place. It's, I'm it's, sorry. It's, yeah. it's it's late, people. It is quite late now. It's, it's late. dark outside. So he goes back in, um, complaining about the fact that you know, obvious puss is not coming his way, <laughs> and <laughs> he gets attacked by moblins, which are basically goblins in the le- in the Zelda universe. If you're not that kind of go, yeah, and their voices yeah. are weird. They're literally just meh, meh. Such weird voice. It's like, could you not have tried to make them terrifying? Now, oh no! Watch out, Link. Here comes the ammonia old git. They were quite literally like the goo. 
They're never a threat at all, are they? <laughs> never at but any point. It, then again, it's you know, it's a kid's cartoon. Yeah. So he defeats the three goblins, and Zelda asks him why he's made a mess in the room with the Triforce of Wisdom in it, and he complains because and he's... he lies, doesn't he? No, you know, he says there were three goblins. No, no, he doesn't say three. He says twenty-five. There were moblins in here. When? About ten seconds ago. About uh, fifteen of them. Arm to the teeth. Oh, yeah. yeah. The first lie, because he lies a lot to get his kisses that he never gets, right? Because he's, he's this owed is, his kisses. This is gaslighting behaviour, oh, absolutely. So he defeated 25 moblins, not the three that we saw. Yeah, it's just like, well, you know, it should be worth a kiss and that. And she's like, oh, I'll just get ready. I've got stuff to do today. And he's just like, Ugh. He's all pissy because she won't give him a kiss for mm. defeating the fake number of moblins that he allegedly defeated. After saving the Triforce from evil, the hero gets his reward. Don't you ever whistle at me again. I may never whistle again, period. Risking my life to save the Triforce and your kingdom. But I don't expect any reward. No, sir. Just a smack in the face is enough for me. Don't argue. The Triforce must be guarded. And I'm already late to judge the magician's contest. But... I knew I could count on you, Link. Bye. We then cut to Ganon, and Ganon in this case, uh, for anyone who's not aware in Zelda history, there's two forms of Ganon. There's Ganon, who is a big pig creature, and that's what he looks like in this show. That's based on his original looks from the games. Ganondorf, the more well-known version of Ganon now, I would assume, his more humanoid form... That didn't come in until 1997's Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. So that doesn't exist here, and it wouldn't have done because that design wasn't, as far as I'm aware, in in anyone's concept. So Ganon is just being villain. There is no depth to Ganon as a character. There's no depth to any of them, really. It's certainly not to Ganon. the world, damn it! It seems to be like a game of capture the flag with the Triforces. He wants to get the Triforce of Wisdom, take it back to the Triforce of Power, and I assume that will give him more power or something, but... So, he generates four skeleton warriors, clothes them, and then he sits in a throne that they carry. Mm. But rather than walking him out, instead he teleports with them. And it's like, well, did you need the skeleton warriors to... to... To be fair, once he arrives at his destination, they, they carry him at that point. Yeah, but he's meant to be an amateur mu- magician. Why would he have four people carrying an amateur magician? So it doesn't work even for his cover. But yeah, so Zelda is holding an amateur magician's contest for some reason at Hyrule Castle. Ganon covers his face and pretends to be an amateur magician. And when he realises that Link is the only person guarding the Triforce of Wisdom, he decides to use his magic to turn a small lizard into a dragon Mm. so that Link will be distracted, saving Zelda, and he can steal the Triforce. Now, the thing is, there's a guard, an armed guard, standing beside Zelda next to her throne. Literally the second the dragon appears... That boy just goes and pegs it out of there. He's just like, see ya! Not a single solitary F given for the safety of the princess. It's like, dude, you are useless at your job. And I understand it. Would you fight a dragon? Hell no. No, exactly. But but yeah, so he just scarpers it. Link has to save Zelda. And Ganon gets away with the Triforce. After Link saves Zelda from the dragon... He then says to her, Ta-da! Saved your life again. Kiss me. Literally, it's a demand that he expects to be met on request. Constantly. Now, I've put here that he's such a presumptuous boob. It's constant. (laughs) It's never-ending. It's just, that's got to be worth a kiss. Oh, where's my kiss? Give me the kisses. (laughs) like, dude, just chill your beads. She might actually kiss you if you weren't such a dick. Uh, He ties himself... Oh, yeah, that was it. After they defeat Ganon, Link's ended up tying himself to Zelda with his belt. Mm. And he won't let her go unless she kisses him. He literally... She asks him repeatedly. To let her go. And he says, no, not Not till you give me a kiss. You got lucky. Now get this belt off. No. What do you want? A kiss. Come on. No. Then we stay like this. She then decides to give up because this guy just won't stop. She goes, okay, but only if you promise not to do this again. And he went, don't worry, I won't. And the camera moves and you see him 
basically give a wink and cross his fingers behind his back. Yeah, so he's lying. He's definitely doing this again. And thankfully, she doesn't end up kissing him because Sprite, this little um, fairy that becomes more involved in the stories later on, she basically prevents them from having that kiss and splits the belt so that they come apart anyway. Because she wants to... She is warm for Link's form. Oh, yeah. And he even says in that episode, and she's just like, oh, you know, I like you. He's like, but you're literally three inches tall. How would that even work? It's like, dude just wants to yeah, bone. Yeah, yeah, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. There are dick jokes in this 80s children's cartoon. Yep. Actual dick jokes. Actual di- Well, and here's the thing. He is... Oh... I I never imagined when we started this show that I'd be talking about incels at all. And already in the space of a month, no, a couple of months, we've talked about two things that are literal incel media, which is this and Postal. Postal Mm. is much worse for it, but this is just insidious. So that's the first episode. A whole episode of Link going, uh, 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 where's my kisses? I'm going to kiss you. I'm going to lie. Come on, give me kisses. The whole episode. Hey, princess. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, princess. Oh, God. It's every episode. Every, and more than once every episode. Well, excuse me, princess. So we come on to episode two. Did you want to go through episode two, or did you want... No, he's not not into this one at all. Remind me, I can't even remember what happened in episode two. Well, I've got the notes here. It's when he... One wears... Oh, it was the cleaning one, wasn't it? It's literally the cleaning episode. Yeah. Basically, Zelda wants her servants to clean the house a Mm. little bit, the castle. Including Um, Link. Including Link, and Link, not only is he an incel and rapey and doesn't know that no means no, Link's also work shy. Yep. He is a work shy lout. Immediately complains about working. Yeah, yeah, and decides that he is going to lie, uh, lie and pretend to be unwell. In Immediately! The... It's not like he does the work for a while and goes, you know what, sod this for a bag of chips. It's literally, the minute he gets the broom and she walks off, she's he's like, oh god, why should I do it? I'm ill, I'm not doing this anymore. Yep. Like, you haven't even started. Ha, <laughs> cleaning. Ha, huh. if Zelda thinks she can order me to mop this place, she's got another thing coming. I'll stand firm. I won't knuckle under. I'll look her right in the eye and... Why? <laughs> I'll pretend to be sick. We then get a funny scene in which Zelda is complaining because Link's room is full of smelly clothes and trying to disperse the smell, she opens the window and is immediately attacked by a screeching eagle that she then suffocates with Link's dirty underwear. (laughs) Literally stuffs its head as hard as she can into a pile of pants. This, 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 uh, this, um... Eagle can taste the skid marks on Link's underwear. The the kind kind of a nutty flavour, I guess. Well, well, I'd imagine so. The man eats a lot of Deku nuts. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference for Zelda fans. Anyway, basically, Sprite feels quite bad for Link and because she believes that he's ill. She believes him, and she's the de- if he's an incel, she's the definition of a pick me girl. Yep. Um, and I hate that term, by the way. Pick but, me um, girl. Yeah. I've never heard that term before. It's like the female equivalent of an incel, apparently. Oh, right, it's, okay. it's girls who will basically betray other women in order to gain favour from men, instead of, you know... Oh, that is definitely her, though. ...following the system. Oh, yeah, yeah 100%. But she, maybe... She, this bitch wants Zelda dead. Yeah, yeah. Like, she wants Zelda murked. But perhaps that works, because she's a pick-me girl, and she's literally a pixie girl. So maybe this this is what we mean. It's like all of this hits the right incel notes. So somehow (laughs) she decides to bring Link an orange to make him feel better because he needs some good old vitamin C. Uh, But while she's retrieving said orange, she is cursed by evil Ganon. Who, by the way, let's just talk for me about Ganon's voice. Yes. Dear God, it's the most 80s cartoon villain voice ever. It literally sounds like someone doing Skeletor's voice whilst also snorting like a warthog. Yeah. 
and it's so up and down. It, yeah, it travels, doesn't it? It travels the the vocal range. I think I'm not sure if they've done that in post or if the actor was no, actually no, doing I that. I think the guy's done it because it, yeah, it literally goes from like. <laughs> it's like, how are you doing? Why are you doing that yeah. whole range every single um, sentence? Time for me to clean out the castle. But basically, this curse. Uh, now, I did kind of tra- check out here, but the curse I think made <laughs> it's a sprites thread with anything. Made want, sprites magic really powerful, so she couldn't control it anymore. Yeah, that's right. And then she basically fantasied herself to death. Yeah, uh, almost. Yeah, because she she wanted to. She got told by Zelda to clean the ha- castle as well. And so she used magic to do it instead, but the magic was too powerful. And for some reason, that means pouring all the water on the bed sheets and using that to mop mm. and attack everything. And then she literally gets kung fu'd by a cloth, a dishcloth. Literally comes up, turns into like a martial artist and punches her across the room. Not the only time in this show, because in one of the later episodes, Ganon is literally defeated by a cloth, yeah. which wraps around him and he somehow can't find his way out of. Yeah, cloth seems to be quite powerful in the Legend of Zelda. <laughs> and then, yeah, it just ends the same way every episode ends. Yep. They travel to Ganon's lair, defeat Ganon, break the curse, all live happily ever after. Link begs for a kiss, doesn't get one, etc. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a very formulaic show. Yeah. Two episodes in, you know the formula. But there's a couple of things introduced in this episode that are well, might be as important as it can be for a series like this, which isn't particularly important in itself. Uh, the Triforce of Widom now talks, and that happens in later episodes as well. It has a, a deep female, older voice. It speaks for the first time here, and it speaks in, I think, episode four. Did I fall asleep? Yeah, I, yeah, I think you probably did. And then there was the fact that just before they escaped Ganon's lair mm-hmm. with the Triforce of Wisdom that he'd stolen, Zelda literally goes, oh, hang on, I can uh, get the Triforce of Power as well before we go. And Link just says, there's no time, and pulls her away before she can do it. Yeah. Literally continuing this capture-the-flag yeah. ideology between well, the two Triforce And let me pieces. explain why he did that. Because you, you might be thinking, oh, that's just in a piece of innocence, you know, an innocent thing. Link's only value to this princess is that he, quote-unquote, guards the Triforce. If she wins by getting both Triforces, she don't need Link no more. Also, Link is keeping himself in a job, because he's in a cushy situation here. He is a bit. And also, here's the thing, you don't want no woman getting any power. That's a, is that not a subtext? With, with everything else here, it's it's like that would be that, a stretch if the whole rest of it wasn't him going, "Come on, burn me! Come on, give me a burn! Give me a burn!" That had the burn in mouth. Give me the burn. It's the whole thing is just him yeah. desperate for the bone. Zelda, Link. Oh boy, smooching time! Ah! Oh. I'll go through episode well, does, does three. He want, no, no, he has the bone. Yeah. Isn't he looking he for the to... taco? <laughs> beef stew. The, the anyway, beef stew. <laughs> I'm making up stuff I've now. never heard it referred to as a beef Neither stew. Neither have I, and I think my girlfriend will kill me if she listens to this. I'm going to message her right now. <laughs> what, about my beef stew? Anyway... Episode 3. Now, this is the one that we chose because of the Cinemassacre reviews. This is, according to them... The best one. The best one. What was the reason that they said it was the best one? Uh, So, in this one, another hero uh, comes to Hyrule. Yep. And, uh, we're going to say this in the least disgusting way we can, Princess Zelda is dripping for this guy. She, She wants this Princess D. In her V, but what if I mean you know is, what I mean. What I mean and is, they, what is the reason that they give that they think this, well, this is the best episode? This is what I was about to say. Oh, okay. But I need to set that up. Okay. So nice. their argument for this being the best one is, of course, you can already see where this is going. This this Prince Charming isn't so charming. And their argument is that this gives the best... Um, it best highlights Link's heroic nature yeah. by juxtaposing him with Prince Facade. Yeah. Now, I would disagree with that, 
and I'll disagree with that as we go through it, because I don't think it shows Link at his best at all. In fact, if this is Link at his best, Link is a garbage human. Which he probably is anyway. Well, even in the games, doesn't Link just walk into people's houses and smash their pottery? Yeah, well, that's that's life. So <laughs> Link's, Link's a douche. Link's a bit of a douche. Maybe that's why they did it. It's like, this guy's an arsehole. Goes into people's houses and breaks stuff. But that never happens in the show. True. Of all the things True. to like leave out. Uh, anyway, so Zelda and Link are in a town, not Hyrule Castle, just some random town, when Ganon's minions attack. There's not much set up for this, because by this point they're just like, get on with it, this is going to happen every episode. After they start fighting these three skeleton warriors, an Octorok attacks, which is basically a big... Well, it's an octopus, essentially. With a rock head. With a rock head. And attacks, so Link defeats all of them, except for the Octorok, ties a rope around the Octorok, and is then dragged around, because it can travel on land super fast somehow. That's when we find our White Knight. He stands there, defeats the Octorok, and then introduces himself to a moist Zelda as Prince Facade from Arcadia. And for some reason it's mentioned his horse is called Magnus. In fact, we actually get a name for Link's horse later on in this episode, and I believe it was Caroline. Oh, okay. And I, I don't know if that's canon to any games or if that's just some stuff they made up. I'm guessing, obviously, Prince Facade was made up. but Caroline. Maybe that's what it was, because it, <laughs> it's the only thing, woman he ever could trust. Uh, so... <laughs> Zelda is instantly spitten, uh, spitten, smitten, <laughs> instantly spit on by. No, it's <laughs> oh man, I think this is the porn parody we're talking is, about. Yeah, now. well, oh, we're we watching the wrong one. Zelda is instantly smitten by Prince Facade, as we say. So, because she decides to take Prince Facade's horse home, mm. riding with him, and there's yeah. not enough room for three, they basically abandon Link in the middle of nowhere. And he's just yeah. like, oh, he yeah. gets so, all pissy. So, so, so they're both at fault here, because on the one yeah. hand, total dick move for the man who's just fought off a bunch of monsters for you to then well, be like, bye, you're walking home. But also, the minute another male turns up in her life, Link is just like, well, fine then, I'm just going to go. It gets so much worse, because this is where we hit ultimate prissy, self-important narcissist. So, Link goes home, he's like, oh, I can't believe she's got this other bloke, he's really stupid, these guys and even puns and don't like it. I swear... It's like Zelda doesn't even know I exist anymore. So he dresses, and I've put like a ponce. He's like, because he has a bath, he complains about Sprite trying to look. He then comes into the main hall where the king, which we've only met for the first time and he spends most of it asleep, Prince Facade and Zelda are all having a discussion and enjoying each other's company. Link decides to come in wearing a massive, weird, bulbous blue hat with a feather in it, Mm. pink, bulgy robes, High heel blue boots with is it called Stetsons? The spinning metal things that they had in no, westerns. No, Spurs. Stetson, Spurs. Stetsons are cowboy hats. That's it. So yeah, he had the he had the Spurs on the back of the shoes for some reason because that was flipping common, wasn't it, back in uh, <laughs> in Legend of Zelda? And he comes in walking like a ponce, going, "Hey, yeah, you, I thought you wanted me to look really cool." Everyone thinks he looks like a dick. Then he falls over, breaks his Spurs. And everyone laughs because he looked. He came in looking like a prat, fell over like a prat. It was funny. They're all gonna laugh at yeah. you. So he and it, literally he looks. He's like, oh, looks, and it pans over to Zelda, zooms in on her. Like, how dare she betray me? And so he just leaves. Zelda's like, oh, he's left. That's you know, I did like she wasn't trying to offend him, I suppose. But it, I, I admit it wasn't necessarily respectful of her to do that. However, he wasn't acting in a manner that required respect. He was acting like a penis the whole time. So he goes back to his room. And just start spitting hate and anger about, oh, well, she doesn't respect me. She doesn't need me anymore. I'm just going to leave. I don't need this. Let's see him defend the Triforce. Yeah, he gets all up his own ass. She laughed. She laughed at me. She laughed. You did look kind of funny. Uh, (laughs) in a nice sort of way, I mean. But, I mean, I'm sure Zelda didn't mean he... Save your breath, Sprite. I'm gone. If Zelda wants the Triforce protected, her prince Precious can do it. I just quit. Honestly, I was I was I was begging, begging the dialogue to call him a Chad. Mm. Fine. Just like a typical woman, she gonna spend all her time with a Chad until she gets old and then she'll come looking for me again. 
Yeah. God himself yeah. drive me up. Settling for the nice guy. You know it's 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 all you can hear the language, even though yeah. it's not actually used, it's set in the the, the phrasing, the style, the caricature. Yeah. It's I didn't expect this to be that important. I, I set this as kind of an easy week. And yet somehow after watching it, because I didn't remember much of this show, mm. I remember the hey, excuse me, princess quote, because it was everywhere. It's a meme. Yeah, but I didn't expect it to be quite this not dark, because it's just, just annoyingly dumb. Annoyingly dumb and ill thought out. Yeah, now, really to, to bad. Be fair, to be fair, it's not damaging anyone, because this show is forgotten to the ravages of time. Oh, it wasn't I even had... popular at the time, and yeah. that's that's talking about a show that was connected to the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Yeah, and I yet that no was clue. popular, and this wasn't. Yeah, I had no clue this existed. No. So, after he has his narcissist pissy fit gets on his horse and rides away uh, very slowly just like oh I'm fine I'll find my own life let's hit the road Catherine this place makes me sick Ganon's minions attack they trap Prince Facade so he's not able to help and kidnap Zelda literally throw her out of a window how she doesn't break her neck I don't know <laughs> because the next shot is just her at the bottom of the of the castle where she fell being picked up and carried away by more of Ganon's minions Prince Facade fights off the minions that are on top of him and gives chase. When Zelda screams after falling out the window, Link hears that and decides, oh, you know, she doesn't need me, I won't do it. Oh, oh, you know, I'm such a soft touch. Oh, and, woe is me. Yeah, so he runs back because, you know, oh, I'm so whipped. I'm such a sucker. <laughs> so he runs back. Uh, so he's, she's got two heroes coming for her now. Mm. However, Ganon has already stated that he understands Prince Facade as a person and that he knows that Prince Facade won't do anything to damage his sheen. Yes, we, we forgot to point out that earlier in the show it is established that Prince Facade is a huge germaphobe. He only cares uh, about his own facade. Yeah. Which is, uh, I mean, the name... <laughs> oh, it's so witty! <laughs> I mean, you just couldn't see the subtext. It's so clever. Um, yeah, because he refuses to shake Link, Link's hand when Link has dirty hands. Absolutely. So, Prince Facade actually gets there first. But the, the monster that's carrying Zelda away jumps into a muddy river that comes down to not even his ankle. Yeah, yeah. And starts walking across it. And Prince Facade's like, oh, no, I can't possibly ruin my hero's outfit. He literally apologises to her, doesn't he? He goes, yeah, he's like, I'm sorry, Zelda, but you must understand. You know how you know, it is. A hero can't get dirt <laughs> on his uniform. Yeah, exactly. Like, he said it was like, his best hero clothes or something, yeah, isn't it? these are my best hero clothes. But in order for them to be hero clothes, you have to actually, you know... Do some, some heroing. heroing. Help me! Sorry, princess. No can do, I'm afraid. These are my hero clothes, and heroes simply do not get dirty. So, yeah, he does that. Link obviously doesn't care. Dives right in, gets in the muck, defeats the thing, and saves Zelda. She drops in the mud, and he's. they walk back. She's angry at Prince Facade, and he's just like, Oh, thank God you're safe, princess. You understand how it is, blah, blah, blah. She menaces at him, and he falls back and gets covered in mud anyway. Yeah. And that's the end of him. They well, decide to walk well, well, off. Well, However, it's not the called. end of the episode. It's not the end of him. He does one more thing first. Oh, yeah. So we'll come back to that in a sec. Link, because th that's the final clip before the show ends, that, that the episode mm. ends. Link then still demands his kisses. Yeah. And constantly. So, like, oh, well, this could be with a kiss. Oh, no, you're covered in mud. Well, you're covered in mud too. You know, let's give kisses. She's like, no. And literally, as they're walking away in like a distance, I'm like, oh, but come on. You know, come on. It's obviously come meant on. to be funny, isn't it? But, but it's, it's not. not. You're my kind of girl, princess. Kiss me. No. You're all muddy. So are you. Doesn't matter. No. Aw, oh, come on, princess. And then there's the final shot. I'll let you explain that. Well, it's hard to explain on an audio-only podcast, but basically, um, we cut back to Prince Facade in his muddy river, who literally looks straight at the camera, spreads his hands, and does a kind of, well, what was that about? Yeah, and it's like Face. breaking the fourth wall. Almost like a, oh, well. And it's like, I thought he was so concerned about his outfit, but he's A, staying in the mud, and seemingly doesn't care. He's like, eh. You're like, well, yeah. So what was the whole not dipping your toes in the mud all about? Can then? we just say, by a landslide, the best character in the show is Zelda herself. Oh yeah, right? she's she's independent. 
she fights for herself, which, to be fair, I don't know if... From what I hear, that's not even the case in the game. She's not no. a damsel in distress. There's in the only game. one game where you play a Zelda fighting. Zelda mm. does do some stuff in later games, but in this era, it wasn't common. A few years later, there would be a Pioneer Laser Active game uh, where you play as Zelda herself. Uh, but those games are terrible. Uh, so, yeah, that's... <laughs> and it's not canon, so people wouldn't necessarily classify it. In Ocarina of Time, she does fight for herself quite a lot. Mm. However, she does it under the guise of being someone else. Okay. She turns into someone called Sheik, who presents as a male. Intriguing. Yeah, so when you turn into Adult Link, Zelda's missing, and Sheik, this like male-looking dude... The flat chest that works like proper male style, like the way they've done the body and stuff. He comes along to help you out, and he's like a ninja mm. and throws shurikens and stuff like that. It's really quite useful. And then at near the end, it she comes and helps you out of the temple of time, and then like reveals that actually she is Zelda, just taking on this form in order to hide from Ganondorf. Okay. But after revealing herself, is immediately kidnapped and becomes a damsel in distress again. <laughs> So, like, the whole kick-ass ninja chic that she became for, I think it's seven years that you've been gone? Right. She's been doing this for seven years, kicking ass and taking names. And then she's like, oh, by the way, Link, I'm Zelda. Oh, oh, help, help, help. You're like, really? Yeah. The second you find me again, you've turned into a right wally. She she kicks ass in this. Yeah, she does. And, uh, and doesn't take any of Link's shit. No. So one last episode then that we'll go through. Episode four, which is, according to Cinemassacre, the worst one. Yeah. Uh, did you want to go through that? I can try, but I will. I won't lie. I you literally tuned stopped, out at this point. I stopped much. paying attention at this well, point. Well, if you want me to do uh, it instead. Uh, right around fine. the time Link turned into a frog, I was a bit like. <laughs> I was a bit <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's this one. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no, this is, uh, this is garbage and I don't need to see it. Yeah. So, no, this episode. Uh, but this episode was written by a different guy than the it first was, three. Basically. And it wasn't quite so incelly. Yeah. Basically, maybe it's like writer then. Something definitely that writer. Basically, in episode four, we open with a rather bodacious babe who's being menaced by a three-headed dragon. Yeah, I called it a Hydra, but that actually got the name there. It was a a Gleok. A Gleok. Yeah, they called it a Gleok. And also, she looked like Pocahontas. The style of her costume and that was kind of a little, little bit little bit little bit yeah and she is drawn noticeably to be sexy oh yeah like she's Leg got out. the teeny tiny waist the rather large bosoms slit up the um, skirt slit up the skirt and basically it's clear right from the get-go that she's actually in league with this gliok yep. uh, they are both minions of ganon yep. um and there you this is a trap to lure Link, but it doesn't lure Link, they it, lure Zelda. Because Link has slept in. Yeah, who somehow... <laughs> oh my god, we've, we're calling this incels, but maybe this is a pro-feminist show from the 80s. Oh. Like, way ahead of its time. I'm not sure. Because, um, remember, Link's still meant to be the hero. Yeah, so Zelda turns up and defeats the Gleok with a basket of fruit... Which is intriguing. Yep. Because, was it mangoes or something? Give it... So she hit it with a grapefruit. Grapefruit. Oh, that gives me heartburn. heartburn, And then they start spitting fire. Mm. Because the Gleok is basically a three-headed dragon. And then lemons stop the fire somehow. Yeah, it's like something about the lemons, wasn't it? She had a quote for the lemons. I don't know oh, what I wrote down, though. Oh, yes, it was... Um, Did I have, write that down? It was, have some lemon juice something. No, I didn't write it down. Oh. Eat these lemons, sourpuss! It was it awful, was really though. dumb line, it was yeah. freaking dumb line. Um, but anyway, so she saves this woman, and this woman's all like, um, no thank you, I'm waiting for a hero to save me. And she's like, I just, I just saved you. No, beautiful maidens can't save other beautiful maidens. Waiting, yeah. I need a hero. A big, strong, manly, gender stereotype conforming hero. Yep. At which point Link comes in all like, oh, here I come to save the day. Uh, and he is, of course, attracted. <laughs> he comes to, to save, save the, the day. day. And he, of course, is attracted to this bodacious babe. Yeah. And um, she turns out to be a mummy. Yes. So like an Egyptian, wrapped so in toilet paper mummy. Yeah, because she immediately offers to kiss him for mm. saving her, even though he didn't do sod all. So she kisses him, he turns into a frog, and then she turns into what is actually in the series called a gibdo. 
which Gibdo. is yeah so it's a mummy basically for anyone who doesn't know the series but it is she is actually named as a gibdo this is the first time i've ever seen a gibdo shown that would have a voice or any form of you know personality mm. or reason because generally again i only really know the series from ocarina of time onward but the gibdo were they were in they were definitely in Majura's Mask, but they act very similarly to an enemy that's in Ocarina of Time as well. Essentially, they're zombies. Okay. And, I mean, they were creepy in Ocarina of Time. They've softened them up to make them a little bit less creepy in the more recent games, but I loved how scary they were in Ocarina of Time. And they're literally just zombies that walk around forever, They and they scream to freeze you. When they scream, you like your nerves shatter and you just freeze in place temporarily. Ooh. And then they just jump you and chew the crap out of you. Which is scary when you first encounter them as a child, Link. Mm. In Ocarina of Time, you're like, this is the scariest thing <laughs> that that child could ever see. So yeah, that's, it was weird to see one which was just like basically a witch. So they go, oh, I've got you, Link. Oh, da, 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 da. So it's, oh, it so, doesn't match what I know of the... But so whatever. Now cursed to be a frog... Uh, a frog person. <laughs> now you tune out. Link um, <laughs> Link gets advice from the Triforce of Wisdom Yes, to find a witch. I do remember the witch because she looks like a Picasso painting. Yes, because she was life. part of a wall that mm. had a picasso Well, not Picasso, but yeah. It was kind of, she looked like a Picasso face because yeah. of the style of the stone in the yeah. wall. Yeah, and that was interesting. And what do you know... Being turned into a frog is the best thing that's ever happened to Link because there's only one way to change him back. And anyone who knows any kind of mythology will already know this. It is the kiss of of a princess. princess. So, of course, he's like... Oh yeah, oh yeah, gonna bone upon her. Well, he wasn't. He was actually going. I never even got a kiss when I didn't look like a frog. You know how long I've been trying to get Zelda to kiss me. And that was when I didn't look like a frog. That's true. He was moaning about That's it. That's true. Because it's Link, and he moans about everything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to be fair, there's reason to moan about being a frog, but I'd have more sympathy if he wasn't moaning about the fact that he exists yeah. in the first episode. Um, but this doesn't go too well for him, because although he uh, he finds Zelda, and of course Zelda's not heartless, she agrees, you know, well, because this will save your life, I'll kiss you. But Ganon shows up. To cause mayhem. Oh, that Ganon. Uh, Yeah. And during this struggle, Link is knocked to the ground, seemingly unconscious. And Sprite, little fairy lady Sprite, she gives him a little peck on the cheek. And he suddenly turns normal again. Yep. Because as we learn in what I'm sure is in no way crowbarred in to reverse the decision they'd made, we find out that Sprite is actually the princess of the fairies. Yep, because her father was the king of the fairies. Um, and this is... That's the- never mentioned prior, and I'm no. not sure if it's ever mentioned again after no. episode four, because that's where we stopped. But-, uh, but this is the aforementioned point where Ganon is defeated with a sheet... And then, oh, they are. Oh, then there's the final part. Oh, the final part of the episode. Yes. So they're walking back home, and Zelda asks Link if he still wants that kiss, and of course he gives her an enthusiastic yes. But it turns out Link's got some side effects of having been a frog. And no, you dirty-minded scats, it's not the long tongue. Because I think Zelda would have been quite pleased with that if you know oh, what I mean. That's not what no. I thought. I thought you were going to go with the fact that when there's uh, a lack of genders, that frogs can actually change gender. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Frogs can turn from male to female. Look at that. You look something new every day. He was very lucky he didn't go into the middle of a sausage party because he would have turned into a female frog. Learn something new every day. No, no. A a fly buzzes past and Link decides to chow down on this fly. You mean eat the fly? Yeah. Yeah. And then begs begs Zelda's forgiveness, explaining that it's a reflex left over from being a frog. she's grossed out. But she doesn't say grossed out. She goes, ugh, I am grossed. I'm grossed! Oh, come on, Zelda! I didn't mean to! And, and then, then walks off. Yeah. And you're like, that's not a phrase. Yeah, that's not a finished phrase, that's, anyway. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's not something that anyone says. Ever. <laughs> this show was not great. Even judging it by the time it came out, you know, it's very generic. I could see why it didn't do well. It's very generic. It's not the... There are a lot of shows like this, and this is not the best of its kind. No, far um, from it. It's rather annoying. Like, I can actually imagine getting annoyed by this, even when I was a kid. If you binge-watch it all in one go, you would be so mad. 
We watched four episodes and I thought my eyeballs started to bleed. Well, as soon as Link became a frog, you literally were like, and I'm done. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't even an this. hour's worth of watching because they're 15 minutes each. You got it like 45, 46 minutes in yeah. and we're like, I'm done. Thanks very much. So, it's, yeah, it's not great. What I will say, I'll give one major positive to this show. And it would mean nothing to Jamie because he's not played any of the games. But audio-wise, I think it's brilliant. The, it uses some of the sound effects. It uses the sound effects and the music is a really good interpretation of the video game music. Mm. Certainly for the time, but bear in mind it had very little to draw upon. Mm. Um, it does very well in the audio department. So if you're looking for something that will give you... And, the, 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 and to be fair, on top of that, the voices are clear, even though I don't think yeah. the dialogue is anything worth hearing. It wasn't very good animation quality, I wouldn't say. No. That. There's a lot of it's errors cheap. where people's costumes are wrong from shot to shot. Yeah, so in the episode with Prince Facade, I know it's just in one shot. It was very brief, very but like blink and you'll miss it. But there's a point where Zelda is lying in the mud. Link saves her from the, the monster and there's a shot just behind her mm. and this whole time she's been kidnapped while she's wearing a long orange dress. The shot from behind her, she's wearing her normal costume the which is like one. the purple jacket and the long riding trousers with the brown boots. She yeah. basically looks like she's riding horses. Like that's the yeah. main like but modern more modern outfit. And, and all the faces look kind of generic, I felt. Yeah, there's no no uniqueness to the faces, but also they tend to there's a couple of times where you look at the animation on Link's face and it goes a bit weird and semi Donkey Kong, mm. which is weird. It uh, is the the face animation isn't great. That reminds me, we will we'll be covering Donkey Kong Country at some point in the show. Oh, we'll have to, won't we? Oh, dear I'm Lord. not looking forward to that. But yeah, that, I mean, that's the only real genuine praise I can give the show is on the audio. Visually, the show... I mean, the show is standard definition only. I don't think that's really going to change in going forward. But the... Uh, I mean... <sighs> I don't really see that high definition would do much to polish this show because a lot of its main issues are stem from the original animation quality. So even if you were able to get like a high definition scan of it, it would just be the animation would still be pretty poor. Yeah. And you might get a few more details from background layers, but not much more from the animation cells themselves. So there's not the references are pretty much all in the music as well. There's a few elements like oh, they, they like they screw up rupees for example. They're now rubies in the original game. Rupees were yellow and blue, but because they I don't think they understand what rupees were. Bear in mind that rupees are a genuine currency in the real in world India. in India. But yeah, they didn't understand rupees, so they just called them rubies and made them all red. Uh, so there's quite a few times where they would be referencing something in the game and screw it up. Mm. later on you get red rupees but they still wouldn't be rubies they'd be rubies I, I don't think this show has a huge amount of merit anyone who's a big Nintendo fan might get something out of it no 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 I know you're not one I'm not but I think people who are massive Nintendo fans might get something out no. of it it's at the very least left a mark on popular culture with because almost everyone knows the excuse me I princess you say that I'd never heard that before today hey Excuse me, princess. But you weren't. You you didn't have any real connection with the Nintendo. Yeah, community. but you can't say almost everyone. It's it's not a meme on the level of say Salt Bay or the no, cat, okay. the woman and the cat. All right, I'll give you that. Yeah. So within video game circles, it would definitely yeah. be well known. But yeah, I, tell I understand you, what you mean. I would not recommend this show to anyone except it has one specific crowd, which is incels. You can't, you know. Seriously, this is like your show, Incels. I'm not sure Incels would enjoy it, though, no, because I think it would reflect too much on them of how shit they are. No, but that's what they'll like. They'll be like, yeah, see, even Link can't get a date. And if Link can't get yeah. a date and he's a hero, so, then what am I supposed to do? So are Fucking you, chads. So what you're saying is you are recommending the show. No. You're recommending because incels aren't, incels. incels aren't people. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, <laughs> That's, uh, I, uh, what I mean is I agree with not recommending the show. Yeah, they are people, of course. They're Sorry, incels. No, no, come on, let's be realist. Let's be reasonable here. We oh, love it's everyone. Fun to get, yeah, we do love everyone. We love everyone. Everyone is equally valid, etc., etc., etc. Are they? But, yes. Thanks, Hitler. <laughs> Why is it always about the Fuhrer with you? I don't know, because he made me furious. <laughs> Why? Why? I did not see that coming. 
Oh, <laughs> I swear a few more episodes of this and our audience are going to hear a loud shotgun blast and then the sound of my brain splattering against the ceiling. Why wouldn't you shoot me for um, being a douche? Uh, no, I, I wouldn't recommend this. <laughs> no, I don't think I would either. It's just a shame because I, I, Legend of Zelda doesn't really have much in the media sphere. As it and, shouldn't. And, it, and it's a massive series. Mm. So you'd imagine that there would be... Inexplicably so. Maybe. I mean, have you played much of it, really? No. No, so I don't think that's really a fair thing for you no, to say if you don't I know. I can say it for the same reason I say it about Super Mario. And Resident which is, Evil. Which is there's no fucking story to Super Mario or Maybe there is in Legend, to Legend of Zelda. Zelda. There is. is there? Yeah. Why is... Okay, please explain to me very quickly. Why is he a kid one second, a grown-up other seconds? Because it's not the same on? link. Right, so there's multiple links. It's generational, yeah. What do you mean it's generational? He's got children, so there's like Link yeah. Junior, Junior, Junior. Yeah. But they're not they're not necessarily father son, they're like generational, so it'll be like that it's so the mantle of it seems to be a recurring mantle that Ganon, Zelda and Link will be reborn at certain times for this kind of fight between good and evil and So they're always reincarnated. Yeah, so it's not so when you see Link in, say, the original Legend of Zelda mm. and you see Link in Ocarina of Time, they're not the same Link. And it's right. not the same Zelda and it's not the same Ganon. Right. They are reincarnations of those. Now, depending on the game, there are some versions of Ganon specifically that trans- transcend time mm. so if he's ever been caught in like a loop of time like he was at the end of Ocarina of Time he might then come back in a later game mm. with the memories of that Ganondorf right. and come back with sort of more fury and aggression there is a lot more heritage to Legend of Zelda but like anything Japanese there are tenuous links but like with Resident Evil, they don't often care so heavily They're about so canon. They're not so focused on canon. So, for example... So, effectively, the games have a built-in excuse to reset for every new game. Yeah, so a good example of this is Ocarina of Time You had was the first game, 3D game where you had a big overworld. Mm. With Breath of the Wild on the Switch, you also have a much bigger overworld. And you have the Temple of Time in a specific position... And things like that. And you're like, right, well, and it's meant to be far in the future, and these are like ancient relics from the Ocarina of Time period. Right. However, I don't remember if it's the position of the Temple of Time or something else, but there are a few things that are taken from Ocarina of Time that are now ruins in Breath of the Wild, yeah. but their actual position in relation to things like Death Mountain, which is a fucking mountain and wouldn't be moving, have changed. Right. Because it's like, well, that probably suits the game world better in terms of gameplay. So they don't really care that Death Mountain is in the wrong position compared to Hyrule Castle anymore. Yeah. But obviously, canonically, if you were to do it as like, it's all a straight canon, those should be in the same position, really, relative to each other as they were in Ocarina of Time. Yeah. It's that whole thing where Japanese, they're doing it as a nice reference, but they don't really care yeah. if it's like, oh, this is 100% canon to the original games. They, you know, they they they'll move cannon to meet, match whatever they want. Wonderful, wonderful. A bit like they do with Resident Evil, as I say, which is something you know a lot more about. So I think we've gone through everything we can. With Legend of Zelda. We wouldn't really recommend it. It's very incelly. You might find a laugh there if you only watch a couple of episodes. If you do want to watch it, it is actually available for free. There's a channel on YouTube called Wild Brain, and they actually own the distribution rights for quite a lot of the Deke series, including Legend of Zelda, including Super Mario Bros. 3, Super Mario World, the Super Mario Bros. Super Show, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't know about Sat-A-M, actually. I don't know if I've seen that on there. Oh, no, I think they do have Sat-A-M. And quite a lot of these sort of shows, and so they've uploaded them all to YouTube. Really? So they're free to stream. So what, yeah. instead of making money from them, they're just releasing them for free? It would seem so. It I seems, don't really understand. Seems mighty communist of them. It's, yeah, it's very weird. I don't fully understand why, because they do do distribution deals. If you want to, obviously, if you own like a, because I did look into this once, that if you wanted to start a TV channel, then you can get distribution deals to show their programs. Mm. But I would imagine putting them on YouTube for free somewhat limits the value of your product. You would think so. Because it's like, well, why would I pay you a lot of money for a show that I'd want to show when 
it's on your thing for free, free. anyway. Mm. So I don't really fully understand that business model, but I don't pretend to not understand anyone's business model <laughs> particularly strongly. But yeah, if you did want to catch up with the show, do so for free on YouTube, which is a very odd thing to be able to say about uh, an official series. Well, um, we said that the other we said that earlier about something a few well. weeks, yeah, noobs. Few, yeah, noobs. But yeah, and that was that's but that you kind of understand that more because it's a one-off movie series. Yeah. You think certainly in the time of Netflix and things like that, where streamers are looking for repeat content that tv programs would hold more value you'd think so but i don't know um, unless maybe they're only free right now because they're helping out through covid maybe but it doesn't seem to have that on there they're uploading an awful lot if it's just if that's all it's for anyway thank you for listening to us guys please feel free to share and please do share this podcast with everyone you can we need to build our numbers up we need to you know have more fans have more friends join our discord which you can find on our website and you can find it via contacting us you can contact do we have a, me do we have a website I'll, I'll build one there's <laughs> contact me at cyberpunk film either on twitter or on facebook you can contact jamie on on facebook i am at impala revolution on twitter i'm at jamie underscore by underscore design and on instagram i do believe i'm at jamie underscore evans underscore impala films excellent so you can contact us on those obviously we'd prefer if you join the discord to have if you want to have more one-on-one chats with us because it's going to be a lot easier to have a continuing dialogue but if you can't find our discord just contact us and we'll send you the link please share it with us and let us know what you think any feedback is good feedback we will catch you all next week what's our next week's one? Oh, our next week's is christmas one Ooh. Yeah, it's our Christmas episode, and we've got a very special episode for you next week, which will be 1980... It's 1989 again. 1989's The Wizard. Say goodbye, Jamie. Peace out! Yeah. Hey, what are you up to, Link? Uh, I was uh, just gonna swing in through your daughter's window and try to get her to kiss me. <laughs> Not a chance. No? No. You'll need to take flowers. Then you might succeed. Yes. Girls are crazy about flowers. Flowers. Right. Thanks. Good luck, my boy. Link, speak to me. Link. Oh, dying. Kiss me. Oh, you. You're fine. Obviously. Aw, oh, come on, princess. No. Hey, hold it. We're not evil. We won't hurt you. She doesn't speak our language. Oh, I'm sure she and I can communicate somehow. Back off. Ladies first. Now I know it's a trap.